BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is Fox 2 News and News 11, the power of two at 6 a.m. Alton High School students back to school after new metal detectors were installed. The board meeting happening today to address school discipline after several fights last week. Can't imagine uh, losing a loved one, especially at that age. Uh, and we are here to support our families. Friends and family mourn the loss of three Ladue High School students killed in a crash. How the district is stepping in to offer support to their peers. Increasing security for Hyundai owners in St. Louis County. How you can get the latest anti-theft technology installed in your car for free. Good morning on this Thursday, September 7th. You're watching The Power 2 at 6 a.m. I'm Ty Hawkins in for John Pertzborn. I'm Blair Lede. Thank you all so much for joining us this morning. We're going to start out with a live look here at our Together Credit Union roof camera. 6 o'clock on the dot, we got Angela Huddy here giving you a look at the forecast on this Thursday. And it's a good one. Feels nice, 63 yeah, to start out. Feels great. And guess what? This is one of those forecasts where I get to say the great weather rolls on. We don't have to say only one day to enjoy anything like that. Love it when that happens. Out the door this morning, skies are mostly clear. A few clouds here and there. Temperatures are cooler than yesterday by a good 10 degrees. So you're going to feel that difference out the door. So getting out to the bus stop, whether you're getting out the door to school or to work, we are looking at temperatures around the mid to lower 60s, 64 I think this morning. That's 7 a.m. ish bus stop. By this afternoon, how about high temperatures that are only around that 80 degree mark? Typical highs for this time of the year are closer to 84. So we'll be a bit, a bit below that again, not only today, but right through the weekend. And there's even cooler temperatures in the extended outlook. We'll have that for you coming up in a bit. But right now, let's get you out the door. Things starting to pick up out there with Jordan. Out the door is right, Angela. Good morning, Jordan Williams in for Amelia Magavro. Starting to see maybe a few more cars out on the roads as we slowly get closer to that rush hour timeline. So far, so good, though. Haven't really had too many real issues. There is still a stalled semi that's on 64 eastbound up in the St. Charles area near St. Charles County near Darden Prairie, 64 and Winghaven. Besides that, though, everywhere is smooth, everywhere is green, and your commute times, if you're heading in toward the city, wherever you're coming from, 64, 55, 44 are all in the green. So commute times out the door this Thursday morning at around 6 a.m. are all looking good. Time blood. Thank you, Jordan. The Alton School Board meets for the first time this morning since multiple fights last week at Alton High School prompted significant changes at the school. Power of Two's Chris Renier is live in Alton with a preview of this meeting. Chris, what's expected to come out of it? Blair and Todd, good morning to both of you. We are just outside of Alton City Hall this morning. This is where the Alton School Board is expected to hold this special meeting at 7.30 this morning. The District Superintendent, Christy Baumgartner, telling me that the board will discuss those fights last Wednesday at Alton High School, and there is a student disciplinary hearing on the agenda. But Baumgartner says she does not expect any action to be taken by the board at this particular meeting regarding those incidents. Students returned to Alton High School yesterday for the first time since the brawls. In an email to parents this week, Superintendent Baumgartner calling the fights inexcusable and unacceptable. Her email outlining several new procedures and measures which started at the high school yesterday among them. 
the implementation of what Baumgartner calls concealed weapon detection systems. We can show you a picture of what the equipment looks like. We're told the systems known as open gate systems were ordered quite some time ago and were not a direct response to the fights. Baumgartner says the plan originally was to start using the equipment at district schools later this month. But she tells us the systems started at the high school yesterday to increase safety and everything seemed to run smoothly. Several other new measures are also in place at Alton High. Those include an increase in law enforcement and staff presence, limiting students' access to areas of the school, restrictions on how students can use cell phones, and new bus dismissal guidelines. Authorities over at the Madison County Sheriff's Department say they do expect to file charges in connection with those fights. I'm told those charges will be at the juvenile level, but at this point, there is still no timeline for when those charges might be filed. And Baumgartner says if and when the school board here does take disciplinary action about those fights, it will be made public in a release. For now, live in Alton, I'm Chris Fernier. New this morning, St. Louis firefighters put out four small fires in a vacant building in the Dutchtown neighborhood of South St. Louis overnight. Someone set an old mattress, a pallet, and other materials on fire in four different areas of the building on South Grand Boulevard near Merrimack Street. Happened just before 2.30 this morning. It's also the same building where a 29-year-old man was found shot to death yesterday afternoon. The Missouri State Highway Patrol is investigating a one-car crash that killed three 15-year-old boys. Those three teens were the only ones in a car that crashed into a vacant home in University City. This happened yesterday morning. Investigators say it appears the car was uh, speeding and the driver failed to uh, navigate a curve in the road. The students went to Ledoux Horton Watkins High School. A vigil was held last night at the scene of that crash in honor of those three teens. The Power of Two's Callista Matrician shows us how support among students who knew them is growing in that neighborhood. You never think that it'll happen to you or like people that you know until it does happen. Nyla Sanold is talking about the reality families and friends faced after a car carrying three 15 year olds veered off Groby Road in University City before colliding into the side of an abandoned house. It's like didn't seem real that it had happened. Debris filling the corner where the three students were pronounced dead on scene earlier Wednesday morning. Hours later, Sanold and others came to pay tributes to a group of boys she says could fill a room with light. We live in the same neighborhood. We rode the bus together. I actually did have class with one of them. He sat behind me. Joseph Baker set up the vigil after news came to the students midday. I just wanted to like put something up so then like people can kind of come by and like start putting things, you know, as like condolence for like, you know, the people who, you know, passed today. Neighbors nearby say the curve around the 1000 block makes this stretch extra dangerous. People do go way too fast on Groby. In fact, some watched the moments a similar situation led to a car hitting the same house years ago. It's a tragedy. On the side of the house here on Groby Road, just feet away from where the accident happened, you can see the vigil now growing of those remembering the 15 year olds whose lives were lost too soon. Now we've learned a local official actually owns this property. You can see the house now boarded up where the car crashed into with tape surrounding the premises. St. Louis older woman Sharon Tyus and her husband were working on renovating the property. She says while debris now fills stretches of the house, what can't be fixed is the lives of three teenage boys lost in a situation that could have been avoided. Keeping them in my prayers, like I just feel very bad. 
And that was Callista Matrician reporting. The Ladue School District has counselors available for anyone struggling over the loss. Moving to news from our Missouri Capitol Bureau, Governor Mike Parson signs off on a large public safety package in Jefferson City. Multiple measures are aimed at the law enforcement community. Besides raising the minimum number of basic training hours needed to become a licensed police officer, state also mandating a 40-hour training course for new police chiefs. And to recruit more officers, Missouri now offering more money in scholarships and reimbursement programs to help future officers attend a police academy. Well, a majority of the elected leaders in Jennings called an emergency city council meeting for tonight at 630. Uh, the council is expect, expected rather to talk about the construction of the new city hall. Our investigative team has covered this extensively. The council is also slated to talk about the no confidence letter issued on Mary Gary, Mayor J Gary Johnson. Records reveal the city might try to not recognize this as an official meeting. However, it takes five council members to be present for there to be a quorum. Hyundai drivers have been the target of thieves for some time now. And now the car manufacturer is working with St. Louis County Police, the city of Jennings, and the Urban League to change this in our area. They're hosting a multi-day clinic over the weekend that will provide Hyundai owners the latest anti-theft technology for free. Technicians will be at the Urban League location on Jennings Station Road Saturday and Sunday from 8 to 7. They will install and complete the anti-theft software upgrade for anyone who drives a Hyundai for free. The upgrade takes less than an hour. St. Louis County hosts its second open house tonight on the proposed Manchester annexation. City of Manchester wants to annex a large area of unincorporated St. Louis County. County Executive Sam Page opposes the plan. The issue is going to be on the November ballot. During the open house, residents can ask questions and learn how they would be affected by the change if it happens. The open house is from 4 to 7 this afternoon at the Greensfelder Recreation Complex in Queenie Park. Chesterfield City Council approves a new plan to create a new downtown area. This is where an abandoned mall used to be. It was a unanimous decision. The mall at Clarkson Road and I-64 will be replaced by an apartment complex. That will have 2,500 units, businesses, walkways. That mall isn't expected to be uh, torn down until 2024.